The Presently podcast would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners of the land on which we record this episode. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging and honour all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first people of this nation. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Presently podcast, the show to remind you it's the moments that make up who we are. Episode 1, The Moment When I Told My Story. Welcome to the first official episode of the Presently Podcast. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited (laughs) that we're finally here and we have officially launched and we are just going to be in a space where we are learning and growing and discovering and enjoying life together. How are you going? How is your day? I hope it's been really good so far and thank you for sharing some of your day and some of your time with me here today listening. So wonderful to be here with you together. I thought I'd start off the show by sharing a little bit about who I am. I've had the opportunity to talk to some really interesting people over the coming episodes and they are so wonderful in their own right. But since this is my show (laughs) and I am the host, I think it's important that you as listeners get to know a little bit about me as well as them. But before I do... I'd like to ask myself, like I will be asking everyone in the coming episodes, presently, how am I? Right now, I am still in shock (laughs) about launching. This is something that I've held so close to my heart and my thoughts for so long and I don't know how it's going to go, but you know... I'm trying to articulate to anyone that will listen to the show. It's it's about taking the leap anyway and seeing seeing where it lands. So I'm kind of feeling a little bit anxious, a little bit out of my depth, but both of those things I'm okay to feel because I really care about this project. So yes, that will be, and as you will see over the coming episodes, that will be something that I ask every single person and myself that come onto this show just to mentally check in and ground ourselves into the present moment before we move on with the episode. So I asked myself and I'm asking you now, presently, how are you? So you may be wondering for everyone that knows me, why do this? Well, because it's creative, it's fun. I graduated last year and so I'm kind of in this limbo of like not knowing what I'm going to do now, (laughs) but really enjoying the things that I am doing now as well and wanted to include this as part of the projects that I care about. I also feel like the podcast could speak to 
the younger version of myself that I think would have really benefited from it and speak to her kindly and with compassion and interest and care. So that's that's what I kind of aim for with every episode that will hopefully speak to young people now like that as well. Uh, but besides that, why this topic? I'm the youngest in my family, uh, so it's just me and my sister and we have a considerable age gap. So I've been surrounded by adults my whole life and kind of looked up to everyone with their life choices and what they've chosen to do, but didn't always feel included because I was the baby and because I was, you know, young Blair who, you know, was a bit naive or hasn't had enough experience that, you know, she was kind of welcome in every space, So, which, which I think happens with a lot of young people. And then, you know, growing up in like primary school and high school, I was also always so concerned with this like life path that I was like meant to follow. You know, I would like tell myself, okay, by like the age of like 26, you know, I want to have a partner and I want to be engaged or married. And then by the age of 30, I'll definitely have to have my own house and start having kids by then. And, you know, kind of just in this like hamster wheel of like, you have to keep pursuing the goals. You have to keep pursuing the path. And like, that's your only aim is to like check off these things so you can be, I don't know, like be like this worthy person in society and this success as a woman, basically. Yeah. And I kind of like grew up and I thought about that as I've been growing. And I just kind of think, nah, <laughs> I'm just not about that. And uh, that's, I feel like that's not the case for a lot of people. And so many people live um, really wonderful, expansive lives and they don't follow that path. So why is it so ingrained in my culture? And why was I so concerned with going down, you know, those different avenues in that specific order through a specific time frame for so long? And that's, yeah, so that's kind of driven my, my thought process when creating the show as well. And so I connect with the show through discussions with my mentors, my family, my friends, people I've met in uni and creative spaces who are all kind of like, yeah, that is like a lot of pressure. And like, I feel that myself or that influenced my choices, you know, when I was growing up. And, you know, I feel like everyone's kind of bogged down by this, okay, this is what I have to do and these are the quote-unquote steps that I have to take in life and I just think life is so much more fluid than that and it can go any which way that you want it to and can possibly imagine. Um, So, you know, you're kind of only limited by your bravery and creativity basically as to where you want to go in life. And it makes me so sad when, you know, I talk to people in my life, but also people that I've met that are like, oh, you know, I wish I could have done this, but I'm too old for that now. Or if I had my time over, then I would have done this. And it makes me really sad because I'm like, in the context and the society that we live in right now, we have the privilege and we have the access to so many different resources and opportunities that we're overwhelmed with choice most of the time. Um, It makes me sad that people, you know, have this mentality and have been taught to dismiss their dreams so easily and not go for the things that they want because they're too old or like they have families or they have existing careers. It's like, you know, you can do anything. (laughs) You can do anything that you want at any time. 
And um, I get sad hearing those stories and then I get so inspired by people who do make those choices and make those changes. So that's kind of, I think, the reasoning as to why I was just inspired by this topic and um, think it'll be really impactful, you know, if we kind of are exposed to this thinking of like, no, you can do anything at any time and age matters and is valuable and people care and... uh, accepting and curious I think that'll make a difference you know in people's way of thinking so hopefully (laughs) at time of recording I am 24 years three months and 16 days old I always want to be candid about my age as I think age is still such a provocative subject for a lot of people and my goal is to disassemble that. I don't believe it should be rude or provocative to ask someone their age and I have no qualms in sharing confidently and without judgment my age to other people and I share that same curiosity and acceptance towards other people that tell me. Uh, So I wanted to make that a regular practice in the show, to check in on my age as the show progresses and then also have check-ins with every person that comes on the show as well. Just so we can create a space for encouragement and recognition of age every episode. My pronouns are she, her. I grew up in Melbourne, Australia. I am first generation Australian South African and I am a uni graduate as per last year. I have a love for singing, creativity, reading. I'm a yogi and I love to cook. I have a passion for veggies and health and just want to be the biggest driver of my own life. I think more than anything, which I am very grateful that I have the freedom and the privilege of being able to even entertain ideas like that. And I want to carry that forward to the people that listen to hopefully feel like they can always be the drivers of their own lives too. So since the show is about age and the experience that comes with it, I thought I'd mention how I've come to be until now. Um, So I'm 24, but when I was younger, kind of primary school age, uh, I was pretty independent and pretty bossy. (laughs) I liked telling people what to do and I liked expressing my thoughts about anything and everything and I love to talk and I love to read and you know I loved books but yeah I was I was quite quite outspoken um and quite sassy (laughs) which I don't think has necessarily changed that much but yeah young Blair was pretty headstrong then when I was in high school high school was an interesting time for me as I think it was for everybody I was a theatre kid. I did drama and theatre every year. I was a pretty good student. I liked sport. I liked volleyball. I liked softball. You know, I think that kind of teenage brooding sort of phase happened with me where I was pretty angry at the world about everything (laughs) for a long time. And, you know, high school's a tough time. And I seriously acknowledge and recognise anyone that's in high school right now going through it. Um, It's really tough and it feels all-consuming and, like, that is what life is. But there's so much to life outside of school. And school is wonderful and it's a a great setup to becoming an adult. Um, But 
life is so expansive and joyful and wonderful and interesting and dynamic once you get out of school as well. So I really acknowledge the effort and the slog that school can be. Funnily enough, my <laughs> talking about, you know, teenage angst, but also just teenage anger, my most likely to in school was most likely to stare down a teacher. Because <laughs> I think everyone had that, you know, that kind of perspective of me that, you know, she'll mess you up <laughs> if you come across her, which is not which is not true. But perhaps that was the kind of energy that I put out into into the world at that time, which was very interesting, you know, because you compare that to uni Blair, who was just very thankful and excited to get out of high school and just experience life and new people and new spaces and um, I really embraced that kind of fresh start that uni gave me. I ended up studying commerce and creative writing. I didn't go into uni knowing what I wanted to do and came across creative writing in my second year and just loved it, (laughs) fell in love with it and loved being in spaces where people were giving so much attention and value and light to stories and storytelling and words and structure and themes and that's something I'm just so passionate about and could do for hours and hours and did. And I had lots of new experiences. I travelled overseas. I volunteered. I did mentorships. I did internships. I really threw myself into anything that I possibly could, you know, because I didn't feel like I did that much in high school and kind of changed my perspective um, and my outlook on life as well. So I think that teenage anger sort of fell away and I now kind of view myself and place importance on being a place where people are encouraged and motivated and excited and having a presence of warmth and joy, um, which is genuinely how I feel and how I hope to carry through for my, my whole life. So, you know, as I said, high school is an interesting time and I think lots of people are just discovering who they are really intensely because um, that never stops um, once you leave school. But once you get out of that climate, you can make more decisions and be more of an individual, which I've certainly found that being for me. So that is it for our first episode. Thank you so much for joining me. This is this is a crazy thing that I'm doing, you know. At the moment, right now, I'm sitting in a studio talking to myself and I'm doing it with energy and because I love it and it's turning into this really wonderful project. So thanks for just hearing me out and supporting these things that I really care about. We have links to our social media in the show notes. That is the Instagram, the Facebook page and the presently email as well. If you have any ideas or stories yourself or interesting people that you know, I'm so open to wherever this show may lead us. Um, So you're more than welcome to send me a DM or send me an email with any ideas you may have. Thank you to Nick and Joyce for creating such wonderful cover art. All of my icons and images were created in collaboration with them. Both of their social media accounts will be linked in the show notes. So show them some love because they have created some wonderful art for this show. I hold them both very dear to my heart and I cannot thank them enough for 
helping make my dream of this show uh, become a reality and have such a wonderful face. It's been such an enjoyable journey for me so far and I can't describe to you how much this show means to me. So thank you to each person listening for taking time from your day to be present in this moment with me. And I would also like to thank myself for creating this show as I think it'll do some good. And that's what I'm really hoping anyway. I hope to be sharing many more moments with you guys, so stay tuned and stay excited for the second episode dropping in a couple of weeks. I so look forward to to being in your ears then, but until then, stay present, stay safe, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.